presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. about signs, numbers, symbols, and synchronicity. Eric talks about speaking the language of the universe. So awesome. And of course, Michelle yeah. Gray is the healing8-art.com if you want to book a session with her or healing with her. So anyway, Eric, hi, I love you. He says, hi, Mom, I love you. He says, um, when you said uh, signs, symbols, numbers, and synchronicity, he goes, lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. I know. I was thinking the same thing, man. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. He's saying hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. He's blowing everybody a kiss. He's like, thanks for coming oh, out fun. tonight. Hi. Mm. All right. So what you got for us, big guy? Well, he says, he's like, okay, the reason why he wanted to talk about this and he says, now listen up, guys, because he says a lot of people are asking for, like, you know, what's my purpose and how do I know and what am I, what if I miss this and how do I know what's next and I feel like I'm not moving anywhere. I feel like I'm stuck. I'm not doing anything. And he says, and the other thing is, is he says, right now is the most important time to go in within ourselves. And he says, you know, yeah, we have help. He goes, of course, like all of us that work with Eric and, and so many other people that work in the spiritual industry, he says, you know, we're all here to help, but we want to help you learn how to do this for yourself because that's what we're all doing. We're all going within ourselves so that we have this meter within ourselves, this universal language within ourselves for our own guidance. And then we go out and we co-create with each other. So he says why this came up tonight is he wants to give everybody just kind of a little a little peek into how we are into the universe and really how absolutely everything, everything, he says, is a message from the universe. He says oh, if you are wow. willing to open yourself up, and he says, and that's the question, how much will you allow? How much will you believe? Because if you're willing to open yourself up and look, he says, you'll find that you're being spoken to with everything. And really, he says, this is where we find a sense of peace. He says, guys, think about how much is really out of our control. He goes, there's only so much we can control in our own lives. And right. he says the big thing that we hear over and over is surrender, surrender. Well, he says where a lot of a lot of peeps have problems is where we're like, but that surrender is so challenging because, you know, it causes a lot of anxiety when we don't know what's going on on the outside or what's next. But he says when we start to realize that the universe reaches up to meet us and shows us what's going on at all times when we're willing to look, when we're willing to mm. accept, even if we don't always know what it is that's coming. It's the sense of peace that we're given to know that we're connected 
and and he says we're we're connected through our subconscious and it's mm. a fabric he says we are all part of this fabric we can't be disconnected from it there's no possible way to be disconnected from it so he says once we start to realize and he goes and this is law of attraction guys when you start to realize something when you start to look at it you start to see it the bigger that it gets so he says it, it speaks to us in all kinds of ways he says there's many ways that we can that we can hear that we can see but he says what's said a lot and what he hears people saying is how to be able to get information for ourselves because he says sometimes yes. as intuitive it's easier to pick up information for other people. And he goes, for those of you that are channeling and, and, you know, we can really look at somebody else and pick up on what's going on around them, but what about ourselves? He goes, some people believe, well, I can't do it for myself. I can't get information for myself. And he goes, that's not true. That's a belief system. That's not Mm. true. He goes, of course you can get information for yourself. But how do you do that? He says, well, first of all, From the day you were incarnated onto this earth, the universe has been giving you signs. He says, if you remember back to when you were a child, think about what it was like to receive a sign. He says, did you recognize them? He says, because often children are more open to this, and we may not call it, he says, at that time, we may not say it's a synchronicity or it's a sign. But he says, but we understand intuitively when we're being mm. shown the way. He says we have this internal compass within us. Well, can you give, but as we start can you give an example of, of, of a sign a young child would typically receive? Um, well, he says one a good one is like, he says like the internal compass, where if a child is walking home and say walking home from school, and he says like, um, Sometimes children will freely follow something like, which direction am I going to go? He goes, children play games. Which direction right. am I going to go? I'm going to go, when I see the next red car, go left. Oh, yeah. And he says, right. and then we start to go left. He goes, children tend to play with the universe. And they're not yeah. necessarily thinking that they're playing. But they know subconsciously that there's something else out there that's playing with them. Or like, hey, um, like a a bunch of kids together, he says, hey, okay, the next time somebody says this word, this is what we're going to do. And he says, and so it's it's playing with the universe. It's having this game within the universe. He says, and and same with synchronicity, you know, when somebody shows up, when you meet a friend and you're at, um, for some reason, he's showing me like a fair, when you're thinking about somebody and and you know it, it's destined like i'm really thinking about this girl i really want to meet her and boom she's there it's destiny it's synchronicity and we may not think about it that way but he says these are all these things that we understand now or that we can tune into now with more purpose he says with a, an idea of where we're going yeah i mean we get that all the time where you think of somebody and and they call five minutes later or I think about a patient yes. and, you know, I think about a patient and then all of a sudden I get a call that they're in the hospital, you know, things like that. So it's exactly that's pretty cool. He goes, why Mom, do you know why that is? He goes, that's because we're all connected into this internal computer system. Fabric. Right. Yes, the fabric. We're all, that's right. Yeah, we're all part of the fa- same fabric. And the universe, I guess, has our best interest at heart. 
So I didn't know the universe was playful. That's pretty cool. He says very playful. He goes, you ever heard how some, some people will say, the universe has a sense of humor? He goes, well, of course. Yeah. Of course. He goes, because it's intelligent. It's intelligent information. It's intelligent energy. And he goes, and, you know, when we say universe, we can break this down into anything. If you want to call it your angels, your guides, your loved ones, if you want to call it God, source, he says, you can name it anything that you want. But there, there are, um, he says, now, you will get signs. Uh, so say you're looking for a sign from a specific loved one. He goes, and so there may be signs that are more specific to that energy, to that frequency. And he goes, and, and that all plays part into universal energy. But what he's more okay. talking about today is he's talking about how the universe will speak to you to be able to help you go along your path. And he says, so when you're not asking, it's still showing you. So even though you may not have been asking all along, those answers are still being shown to you. And why do they show up? They show up to get your attention. And so the more you pay attention to it, he says it's going to expand that vibration. So the more you're going to see it. He goes, you know, he goes, if you see, if you go out and you buy a red car, and he must be on to red cars. Somebody must have a new red car. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he says if you if you buy a red car and it's a certain type of car that you've never seen before, and then all of a sudden you drive this car home and you see them everywhere. They're everywhere. Or you wear a shirt wow. that you really like. You've never seen it on anybody before. And everywhere you go, somebody else is wearing that shirt. He says that's, that's how this happens. He goes, that vibration starts to expand, and the more you pay attention to it, the more you see it, the more it shows up. So he also says that, um, yeah. well, the synchronicity, um, like signs, numbers, he says they're all a way for us to validate in the external what's going on in right. the internal. So ah. he says, um, so how can you make this purposeful? He says, well, he says, create, um, because everything's a pattern. He says, everything's got patterns. So you want to start to pay attention to the patterns that are existing right now. So he says, questions, look for validations, ask questions, ask your guides, ask the universe, you know, what direction am I going? So is this the right choice for me? Can you show me a sign that this is the right choice? Uh Uh-oh. Something's wrong with my com- uh Okay, um keep talking. I might have to oh, okay. log off and get back in. The same okay. thing happened yesterday. It's just awful. Uh restore Oh um, man. It's okay. Thanks, it might work. <laughs> okay, here, I think I have it. All right. Uh yeah, I got it. It's good. It's good. Whew. But, you know, okay. um, it's, it's interesting because something that Eric, like we were sitting down here for a couple of minutes before the show started, and something that Eric showed me because I was asking him some questions about it, and he said to me, he says, well, look back at your own experience, Michelle. He says, how did you walk your own experience, and how do you continue to walk your own experience? Yeah. And I'm like, well, right. that's right. That's right. I did it all through synchronicity and validation and using what was happening in my environment, in my universe. So he's showing me right now that I was having dreams. So I was having meditations. I'd see words or I'd have dreams and I'd pick up on different symbols. 
And something he shared with me early along is he says, keep writing them down. Draw pictures. Keep writing it down. And so I would keep these art books full of all of the different signs and symbols. And it didn't matter what happened in a day. It, I would write it down. And then I started to recognize a pattern. I started to notice that things would validate. And I'd start to see, uh-huh. you know, certain things would keep popping up to show me when I was closer. And what started to happen was the more validation I would get, I would start to feel intuitively that something was about to happen. Something was about to change, whether that be an opportunity or something I was really wanting to do. And so I'd I'd not only be witnessing these signs and synchronicities and symbols and numbers that were happening all around me, but I was feeling them too. And so he says, like, add things into it. He goes, pull yourself some cards. He says, interact interact with the universe interact in every way because he says there is no limited amount to how we can be spoken to and he says in this also he goes hint hint this is how you manifest he says you know when you start to get into this uh playfulness and he says this increases joy which increases faith because as you see that there's something there that's greater than you that you're part of that you start to have more fun with it, you have more faith in it, you realize that you're not alone. He goes, it really helps create peace. And then you start to discover more about yourself. And he goes, and this is the organic process that healing also takes place in. Because we start to recognize all of these patterns in our life. And so we start to recognize when things are coming up to be released for healing. He goes, nothing is separate. It's all together. Everything, this whole fabric is all together. Mm-hmm. It yeah, is amazing. It's very, hard to, it's very hard to manifest if your energetic vibration is super low. So you know, yes. playing with the universe yes. and feeling connected and, you know, yes. feeling like you're not alone, that, that, that's so that's such an, an important um, part of the equation of manifestation. Now, the universe, it, you know, I've is. got a long mm-hmm. divine team, and the universe is one of them source the universe the founders the events, yes. blah, blah. so mm-hmm. what is the universe kind of a form of consciousness can you tell me a little bit more about that air yeah he said um well he goes universal consciousness is like um he says like the amalgamation of everything it is everything he says think of it as a super subconscious the super now, subconscious there are multiple, there are a number of universes so i think there's little universes, right? But all of them together yes. are like source. Is that what you're saying? Yes, because he says there's okay more. There's there is um he says there's universes within universes, and then there's uh, oh, like an wow. ultimate. He says wow. the big kahuna. <laughs> That's crazy. Is that what you would consider yeah. source, or is that the source is the big kahuna just one aspect of source? Um, he's he's calling it prime source. Okay, prime source. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Prime USDA source. Prime rib. Yes, somehow <laughs> we get that. Yes. All right. Yes. Anything else? And he, yeah, he wants to just say, Mom, um, what you're talking about about vibration, um, but for manifestation that, and he he just wants to add something because he says. Um, you know, some people are listening and saying, like, I don't even feel good enough to even start doing that or paying attention. I'm having a hard time yeah. getting out of bed. 
or I'm having a hard time just feeling faith in anything right now. And he says, and so that's okay. He goes, because you have to start where you're at. He goes, you have to, to accept where you're at and be okay with that. And he says, so yeah. what if you don't feel that you have faith in anything? He says, well, can you start to have faith in yourself? He says, is there somebody else in your life that inspires you that you can have faith in? He says, is there, you know, faith in the universe, faith in source, God, the, the angels, your guides, a loved one that's here or past? He goes, whomever mm-hmm. it is that gives you that sense of peace and inspiration. And he says to me, um, and, and this is so true, when I, I, I know I use this example almost every time we're on the show, it seems anymore I do, but it's taught me so much, but um, when I was diagnosed with cancer and I was in that state of like sheet over my head for 30 days, like I didn't, I was so depressed and oh, in, yeah. a, in complete disbelief. And what really changed that for me was my daughter, one of my daughters at the time was seven and she had come up to me and said, you know, mom, are you, you going to die? Or, or is this it? Like, oh, are you going to die? And I said, mm-hmm. no, absolutely not. You know, like I've got treatment, everything's good. We're going to go through this. We're going to look back and we're all going to be stronger for it. And she was quite happy with that answer. It gave her a lot of peace. And and that was the first time that I kind of looked at things and said, wait a minute here. So I've said these words to my daughter and she has now taken my word and she's walked away and it's given her peace. And now she's over playing with her dolls and content. And I thought, why can't I do that for myself? Why wow. can't I do that? And so that was my moment. It, and I could because that was my moment right there where I said, okay, I'm going to stop searching on the Internet. I'm going to stop, you know, panicking. I'm just, I'm going to do this. And what my inspiration was is my children because at that time I didn't have enough confidence. I was going through a lot of, um, you know, shame and, and pain and things that I needed to heal in my life at that time. And so mm-hmm. I didn't have faith in myself. And so I did it for my children in saying that no matter what, my kids, no matter what happened to me, my kids were going to see me do my best. And I was doing it yeah. for them. So what started out doing it for them turned into so much more and, and doing it for me and, and doing it with my connection to spirit. So Eric's just saying, start with what gives you inspiration. You know, step wow. into what gives you inspiration and allow those steps to start carrying you forward one one step at a time. That's so, so important. I mean, to me, my children made me a better person. I remember yeah. that I had an opinion, too, uh, when Michelle, my second eldest, she must have been, I don't know, five years old. She kept t- taking the knob off our trash compactor and hiding it. And it was so frustrating because you can't, you know. And so I went in there and said, where is it? I yelled at her. And she looked scared mm-hmm. in her eyes. And I was floored. I said, oh, God, this is not good. I mm-hmm. cannot. So I I learned how to be a better parent. I wrote those three parenting books. I said, mm-hmm. I am I'm the best version of me possible for my children. Mm-hmm. They deserve better. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's right. And Eric goes, Mama, look at you now. And look at that, because he yeah. says, look at all that you've done. You mm-hmm. weren't born yet, but just uh, Christina and Michelle, but looking back, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Oh, but he, well, anyway. he says that, 
he says that that has made such a difference because um, each one of the kids have such a good sense of self. He says that we all have such a good sense of self that 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 was very, um, he talks about the, what you had was so very important. So different in so many ways, which is a good indicator that they do have a, a strong and healthy sense of uh, individualization, personality, self, identity, etc. Mm-hmm. All right, so mm-hmm. about symbols. Let's talk more about symbols. We talk about signs, synchronicity. Um, mm-hmm. What about symbols? Well, Eric says symbols. Um, he says, well, there's a couple ways we can look at that because there's what he says is collective symbols. So, for example, um, he says, you know, when we see a dime and we say that's a loved one dropping a note saying hi. When we see a feather, it's from an angel, it's from a loved one. When we see the tree of life, it represents family. The heart represents love. Um, he says there's universal symbols that ah. mean something to us collectively because we've all had experience. We've put focused vibration on those symbols. So they have ah. that meaning. But he says what he wants everybody to really look at is building your own bank of symbols. He says, be okay with allowing yourself to connect your own belief to a symbol. So, for example, you might be seeing something repeating in your life, and let's say um, he says, okay, the rabbit. So you might see the rabbit all the time, and so the rabbit for the collective is fertility and new beginnings. But for you, every time you see the rabbit, you win something or you get a new opportunity and it's good luck. Or it means, um, (laughs) why he's saying this, but it means that you have a new date. Somebody's coming along to go on a date with. (laughs) No matter what it is, if, if that means that to you, don't get mixed up saying, but I looked this up on the Internet and this means this, but it feels more like this to me. He says, so right. allow yourself to build your own bank of symbols. And he says, the thing is, when you build a bank of symbols, he says, as you're working with the universe and you're working with spirit, those symbols are going to be what are used as your database to be able to give you information. So he says that subconscious symbol bank is what spirit taps into because spirit will use what you know as symbols so that you, That's when you see certain things, they know what that means to you. And so it may not mean it to somebody else. So it's very Very valuable because it's a a language that you can use. Yeah, I see that with a lot of mediums. They have certain symbols. Well, he's showing me this, that to me that means blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he says says because it's a way to be able to, um, and he says, and not all spirits work that way, not all mediums work that way. But he said, um, the other thing is, too, is he says, well, a spirit will also work on your own experiences. So he says in your, like, he always shows me the example of a Rolodex. And he says that we go through your Rolodex and we look at your experiences. So when they're trying to get something across specifically in an experience, they might, like, for example, a lot of times if I have a spirit come in and they want to talk to me that they maybe had a collector car in their life or they had an antique car. 
Well, my, my father, my family business, was a car dealership, and they sold hot oh. rods and old cars and stuff. So they'll show me my father's business, and they'll give oh. me a flash of it. And so when I see that, I know that this person was into cars, and they were into old cars. So those type of things, um, Eric says that you get to know that Rolodex. So he says, this is also, when you're working with the universe in this way, he goes, not only for your own life, but you're building your mediumship skills as well. You're you're building this way of being able to um, create this language that you can then work off of. So it has a lot of benefit to it. All right, so how, and I want to ask about numbers, but before that I want to ask how, the spirits work with the universe. I mean, we talked about how we can work with the universe, play with mm-hmm. the universe, etc. But spirits, spirit guides, etc. Well, he says it's creative intelligence. So um, he says everything's vibrational. So in spirit, he says we're not necessarily looking looking at symbols or giving each other symbols, but we're using the vibration to communicate um, in spirit, on the side of spirit, uh, and we're also using vibration to communicate with you. So he says on our side of things, it's vibration. So it's like a pool of creation and everything has a vibration to it. So we are putting ourselves into that vibration, focusing that vibration. Very cool. All right, so numbers. Now, a lot of people think that Mathematics, that's the universe that's the universal language of the universe. And you can mm-hmm. see that, well, I believe that everything is constructed with sacred geometry. Maybe I'm not mm-hmm. maybe that's not true. A lot of it is No, that's true. Math. That's Let's true, he says. That's true. Math. Pardon me? He said he says that numbers are are creation. He says that numbers everything boils down to numbers. Um, he says, yeah. from our, our incarnation to, um, he says, patterns, um, and a pattern on a leaf, on a flower, everything has oh, yeah. uh, numbers matching the chakra systems, matching frequency. He says there's yes, nothing the that numbers do not connect yeah. to. Well, it's amazing. Yeah. The, 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 the ratios and the Fibonacci sequence and all that, it's just you know, the, the language of life of the universe is all mathematics. Geometry. Yes, and he says he says that um, they they repeat patterns, um, and when they repeat, when they come together, he says that there's healing vibration to it. And and wow, okay, that makes a lot of sense because he says, Mom, when you look at the frequency, so a frequency that you dial into for healing. Mm-hmm. He says, when you put certain numbers together, he says they, they're healing. And he says, and that's what creation is. It's, it's that frequency, high frequency, which is healing frequency. He says it's medicine. It's medicine. Yeah. And so when you so put numbers together, how, you're building a frequency. It's medicine. So that's in part how scalar energy seems to work? Yes. He frequency says it's energetic medicine. Different. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. That's so interesting. It is. Anything else you want to talk about in this subject before we take callers, Eric? Um, the only thing he says is there's no negative numbers. 
He says all all numbers have positive quality to them. So I don't know if somebody's like afraid. Oh, um, he says like the, he's showing me the number thirteen. He's oh, like um, like some people stay away from certain numbers, and he says, um, remember that's a belief system. He says there's no such thing as negative numbers. Well, what about negative integers like zero, one, two, three, but also zero, negative one, negative two, negative three? Yes, those are yes, yeah, but yes. not negative in the sense that it's bad, quote unquote. That's right. That's right. That's right. What about the exactly. I number, the irrational number, the I in mathematics? What is that all about? That has an energy to it too, I guess. Well, it does because um, uh, letters, um, everything has a value to it, and he calls that one like a um, has something to do with the balance, harmony. Oh, Ooh. has to do with harmony in the universe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anything else before we take name uh, take names and kick butt? <laughs> oh, he's he's shrugging his shoulders up and down and like rubbing his hands together, and he says, "Nope, let's get at it, Mama." All right. Okay. Now the first person we have here on the top of the list is two six two area code. Hi there. How you doing? Hi there. Um, this is Marla from Wisconsin. Hi, Elisa, Michelle, Eric, I love you all. Hi, I love you. Um, yeah, so my question actually lines very much with what you're saying, and that is uh, I've been doing a lot of connecting with my higher self, but I'm not getting any real guidance on forward movement. So how do I get my life flowing again, but in a way that fits all the changes that I've made? <clears throat> okay, hang on here. Okay, so you're... you. Are you feeling stuck? Is that what you're saying? You're just kind of feeling like you're not getting information yeah. from your higher self? Okay. I'm getting because information. I channel right, but it's it's just very vague in general. <clears throat> well, first of all, Eric says um, to have patience because he says, like, this is a successful venture. And he says sometimes when you go through periods where um, – it feels like it's not moving anywhere, it's not growing, is actually a period where you're having some rest. And he says, and so when there's focus on, you know, there needs to be more or I need to do more, he says, then that creates a a blockage. He says, it's not really a blockage, it's like a, a frequency that we hold in front of it so that we have resistance. So then it's difficult to move to through the resistance. He says, relax a little bit. Like, just relax yourself a little bit. And he also says, um, so some of what you're asking, he's talking about the quality of what you're asking, um, because some of it has, he says, a little bit of expectation with it. So I don't know if you have a little doubt or there's some expectation, because he says um, you're actually getting more information than you realize. And just have faith that it's really real. Yeah, he's like, he's like, part of me is is discounting some of the information. Am I on the right track with the the writing or? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. He says you're a success. Yes. Thumbs it up. Okay. As far as like a a career move or just for general information? Yeah, um, he's, he's dropping coins for you. So. There's Ooh. financial gain for you. Yes. Yeah, he says keep okay. going. Yeah. Excellent. 
Thank right. you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you. Okay, we got somebody from the 732 area code. Hi there, how you doing? Hello, I love you all. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, Who is this? This is Melissa from Manchester, and I wanted to know, my oh, family Melissa. and I, we walked that show, um, what is it called, uh, Ghost Adventures. And they, <laughs> these people go and um, check out these old homes and stuff, and they say that there's hauntings and and ghosts and stuff in them. But when you were channeling people like Adolf Hitler and stuff like that, you know that they go to heaven. But when they go to these places and they, you know, they're looking for uh, spirits, spirits of like children who something really traumatic happened to them. And I I don't understand. Can Eric explain how there are still people stuck here when you make your contract and you say, okay, this is my out. And then like the universe is going to bring you back to heaven, even if you went in as being something bad, but how are there still, how are there still spirits stuck here that haven't been brought home yet? Yes. That's what we do. One of the millions of things we do with the energy repair protection enhancement Mm -hmm. is have Archangel Metatron guide or if necessary force earthbound spirits into the light. And uh, a lot of them get stuck not necessarily always because they've had a trauma. Sometimes it's because the property they died on or lived in has a lot of bad mojo, a lot of really bad energy tears that let out all these negative entities and all these horrible things. Maybe it's on top of an ancestral, I mean, an ancient burial ground. Maybe there's been torture or ceremonial sacrifices. Maybe there's been war, skirmishes between indigenous tribes, between whites and indigenous tribes, and just family feuds, black magical forms, cursed on the land. And then that bad mojo, for some reason, maybe just lowers the vibrational frequency of these spirits so much that they can't find a way into the light. But, um, but I'll tell you a Their angels are gone. Why wouldn't their angels or guides come and get them? I mean, you make the contract, you come down to being a human. and Yeah, they have to ask for help, I think. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Eric, uh, Eric, yeah, Eric he says that this is a good question because he says a lot of people do question this. So it's a good thing to talk about. So he says that to remember that um, there are many different contracts at play. And sometimes some of these situations do have a contract element to it. But particularly what you're talking about is he says when a soul is crossing from um, from the physical body, not all crossings are, sometimes the soul may be afraid to cross because he says, remember, free will is still at play. A soul has a right yeah. to deny their crossing. A soul has a right to deny the light and deny going with someone. So an example that he's giving me is he says, there are some souls that will, they leave their body and realize that they still exist. They'll realize that, oh, my God, I'm still here and see that there's somewhere to go and they're being asked to go and they may not trust. They may not trust because they think they're going to be judged. And this is still part of that experience to be honored. And so Eric says if they choose not to do that, then they stay. They're still not being punished. And the moment they ask, the moment they ask for help, 
their guides and their angels are there. He says that's one circumstance, but it's really not a one-size-fits-all because he says when it comes to children, sometimes there are traumatic experiences, but he says a lot of times what we're also seeing is, um, and he goes in, and remember, he says we're multidimensional. And so Mm. at sometimes it's not the full soul of the child. He says sometimes, he says, for example, the fear, the fear of that child might be what's being held back. And so that's what's being communicated with. And so because we exist in more than one place, that soul can still be on the other side as well and have part of it. He says this is where we call it a a fractal. Um, But there are souls that don't cross. Uh, There are some that are children that don't cross, and that might be part of their experience because Eric says, remember this, there are many, many living on earth right now that cross earthbound spirits and that work in many different levels of the light. And it's all important work. And he says, you know, yes, he says, we all have the ability to cross over. Um, All of our guides and our angels are there, but we also have, um, like, our soul honors the reason why we came or what our contract was. So he says a lot of right. times we're talking about this, there's individual experiences where there is something at play. And he says, and think about this, there's a lot of learning because he goes, at the end of the day, everything that we experience is learning. And one more thing he wants to add is when you're watching that show, sometimes the um, energies that are being communicated with are um, – not necessarily earthbound spirits. Some of them wow. are uh, ent- like interdimensional energies as well. Mm. Um, and some of them are also pools of negative energy that's taken on the form of something darker. So yeah. a lot of fear comes together and it comes together as an entity. So they're working in a completely different area. But he says, he's not saying this because he says a lot of people are listening to this going, oh, that's kind of scary. He says it's not scary. It's really not. He goes, it sounds more complicated than it is. But you have to remember, just like human beings, and we all have these different experiences here on earth, he says even within our souls and our crossings, we have different experiences as well. That's true. All right. Well, thank Thank you you so much for that wonderful message. Bless you all. You're welcome. Thank you. You too. Very comforting. Nobody wants a child to be stuck, you know. Oh, okay, five, no. Six, oh, five, six, one, air code. Hi there, how you doing? Hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, this, this is Gigi. Um, hello, Eric. <laughs> hello, Elisa. Hello, Michelle. Hi. And, hello, and, Oh, I'm on my way to Florida on the weekend. I'm leaving oh. Friday. Going back to Florida after three years wonderful. of being in Canada. I know. Oh, it's my birthday. Talk about a gift. That's and wonderful. I know. I'm really, I mean, I'm so excited. I, I talk to Eric all the time because he, you told me that I would be going back in a year, and then it was three months or something, and it just, and anyway, it's happening. And I just want to ask, oh. uh, when I get back, I have to renew my driver license. Is it going to happen easily, or do I have to have something surgery with my eyes? 
<sighs> no, Eric's saying it's not going to happen easily. He is saying that. He says oh. it's not going to be not going to be easy. Um, you may have to have something done with your yeah. eyes, but um, he's just saying he goes, it, it's not going to come right away. It's not going to be an easy thing. But do you oh, have cataracts? What do you yeah. have? Uh, cataracts? Cataracts. Cataracts and glaucoma. Mm-hmm. Oh, cataracts. Mm-hmm. I had both of my cataracts, um, you know, my lens replaced it. It's awesome. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. Outpatient. Mm-hmm. No pain. It's amazing. And I, mine was covered by um, Medicare, I think. Or maybe it was yeah. mm-hmm. but, Is that um, another issue yeah. than the cataracts? Say that again. It will there be is there another issue than the cataracts? If this is all that needs to be removed, or would there be something else, another issue? You said you have glaucoma as well, because yeah. it looks like there might there might be something else other than the cataracts that has to be looked at, it has to be dealt oh, with. Yeah, yeah. But, but he he says he says you know he wants you to hear this though he says know that anything that's taken away will be replaced by something else better. He wants you to hold yeah. that box. Yeah. That's oh. awesome. Right, okay. Well, let us know. Postcard from Florida, man. And good, good luck. Oh, Enjoy thank the you so much. Good luck to me. Oh, she has been wanting to meet for so long. Thanks, Gigi. Yes. That's oh, awesome. Goodness. I'm so happy for her. Here? Me too. All right, we have somebody yeah. from the long number. So maybe from the international. Skype. Hello. Hi there, how you doing? I'm okay. This is Raf. I'm calling from the UK. Not originally hey, from Raph. the UK. Though. I just have a message for the person. I don't know if she's still listening, but the person that called before, the lady before, uh, she should definitely check out the book called Multidimensional Man or Vistas of Infinity by Jürgen Ziva because that man uh, uses out-of-body experiences to like explore the different dimensions. Ooh. Around Earth, and it's absolutely fascinating. Oh, cool. Absolutely fascinating. Cool. Uh, well, you guys are talking about on the line. Sorry, sorry say again. She's on the line. Very interesting. That you guys are talking about the numbers, the because for me and the connection. Because for me, naturally, this is never something I researched. For me, I know that when I'm in tune with myself, when I look at the clock, the numbers, the numbers are the same. So, for example, sixteen, sixteen, fifteen, fifteen. For me, I always knew it's like um, yeah. A, um, a probability thing that's completely impossible. It happens a lot. Also, um, for yes. example, if it's one number after, 16, 17, I know that it's because I'm missing something or I'm late for something that oh. I should have done before. It's very oh, interesting awesome. that you mentioned that. Uh, so my question that's, is, I've been meditating a lot. So when I meditate for longer periods of time, like one hour straight, two hours a day, I, I end up feeling like, all the the things that I was trying before, so I was trying to be a certain way, I was trying to uh, deal with things, trying to change myself. I feel like it all kind of goes out the window, and I just I the only thing that makes sense is to be myself. And I, although I'm kind of a dickhead sometimes, and I'm a nice person other times, I feel like being who I am sort of is the way to go, and things sort of fix themselves to experience. Does this make any sense? And I want to ask Eric if, yes. if I'm like being uh, being sucked into an ego loop or something like that. Because I feel like it makes so much sense to just just be the way I am, even if it's not perfect. And I feel like experience itself yes. sort of oh, changes oh, you're me. Perfect. Everyone, everyone is perfect, and everyone you're a whole part of God. How, and you're divine. How could you not be perfect? 
I know, I know, I know, but but that's but that's oh, something I know intellectually. Like like as yes, myself, okay. I, as myself, I know that maybe I'm mistreating people. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like intellectually, I know I'm perfect, but we always feel like we need to oh. work on on things, like be a better right, person, be more altruistic, etc. But but well, at this Eric, point, Eric, with the meditation that I'm doing, I feel like I just you know, but being who I am. It's just the way to go. I don't need to fix anything in the literal sense. I don't even need to put an effort. It's just the experience yes. itself. Yes. It, Eric's just like he says, bravo, Raf. He says, bravo, because here's the thing. He says, when you're pushing and you're, you're, you're pushing to meditate and to do this and to do that, and it doesn't feel like it's you, but you feel a lot in alignment being you, which is what everybody should be, is be themselves. It's letting go of the idea of what we need to do to be something, but to organically be ourselves. And he says that's being present, being present with yourself. And he says the discipline is how do I be my most authentic self? And what does my most authentic self mean? What, what is that? What is it that I feel like in this moment? Who am I in this moment? What are my desires in this moment? He but says that such, is but, I'm, but sometimes I'm a horrible, I mean, not I would say horrible, but sometimes I'm just unpleasant to others or I, I have, I can see the thoughts. You see, I can see the thoughts like how ego-based they are. And I feel like I just need to roll with it. I'm not even going to change it. And this feels kind of well, odd it, because we're so... He says when it comes to other people, he goes, um, you know, this is part of discipline and discernment, too, because he says um, you, you're going to see things in yourself that you're going to feel certain ways about things that other people do and say. And he goes, and this is allowing other people to be exactly as they are at the same time that you allow yourself to be as you are wow, and not cool. feeling yeah. the need to speak on that. He says that's the path of least resistance. It's when we try to control everything for ourselves and for other people to have people believe in in what we have. He says complete non-resistance is allowing, allowing others to be themselves for where they're at and allowing you to be yourself for where you're at. That, Uh he says, my friend, will do you well. And I think that one of the the main lessons from Eric is it's very important to be emotionally honest with others and yes. emotionally honest with ourselves and th- there's no yes. there's nothing bad about that i mean it's it, you don't need to insult people and call them names but no. to be honest fine i mean you know you That's have right. to faith in people to be able to be to take in that honesty and see it for what it is and you know you be you and own it and they could be them and own it too all right thank you rob right. thank you so much Thanks, Rob. Okay, let's see here. Got somebody from the 212 area code. Hi there. How you doing? Oh, hi. This is Bryn from New York City. How's everybody? Bryn, the artist. Hi. Hello, Bryn. Hi there. Hello. Um, It's been a difficult day for me uh, past two days. Very, you know, I, I go out to go for a walk and uh, I feel I feel well that's going to help and then I don't feel that good at all um, and I'm just what's going on it, it, it's just maybe I'm in a waiting period or something or just need some commentary because I feel like I've got off the bad, wrong side of the bed today it's a very difficult day 
Well, Eric just said, you know, sometimes sometimes we do get up, uh, and um, so he says, you know, what comes up must come down, because he yeah. says, you know, the the flow of life is not always going to be surfing the euphoric wave. He says the flow right. of life, especially, right. he says, you're creating new balance for yourself. He says that you're in this state right now where he says you're coming upon um, many changes. And he also says, um, you know, there's other things, too, that are at play because he says there's a, a bit of a sense of loneliness that you've been feeling within yourself as well. But he yeah. says you're, you're finding balance. And he's saying something to you that's very similar that he just said to Raph, which is he said, what if you allow yourself to feel that instead of being in resistance of it? What well, if you allow well, I yourself feel it. to? I, I just kind of right. go with it, but it, right. you know, it just is what it is. I I don't like it because it's very. It's almost like I cannot function. I get the. It, it, I get non-functional. It seems like I don't know. Okay, well, he needs some practical advice, maybe. Uh, Eric, can you give him some practical steps? Well, he he just said, he goes, first of all, he says, you know, um, doing anything to balance yourself, um, any energy work, and you being an energy healer, he says, it, it, whatever is going on around you energetically always affects you the most. You're very sensitive. And so he says, yeah. by getting fresh air, by doing whatever makes you comfortable, he says, connecting with artwork. He says, you might have to push yourself just a little bit to do something that gives you a sense of joy. Because he says, remember, yeah. you always have a choice whether you want to fall into, like, a deeper space or whether you want to offer yourself some comfort or use some of the tools that you have. He says, reach okay. into your toolbox of your energy work and what can you do for yourself that gives you a sense of comfort. But he just wants to tell you that he says, he says, trust Bryn because this is a period of rebalance, and a period of rebalance is like a quiet time. He goes, what if you actually need rest? What if you yeah. actually need a chance to just quieten down? Because he says you did a peak and then you did a drop. And he says, and it's okay to take some time where you just rest. He says it won't last. It won't last. You have to trust yourself in this. He says, trust the process that you're in. You know so what I'd rather quiet. have is, is something that's sort of in the middle ground where I don't have to go so up that I go so way down. It's like the middle road, you know. It's it's that middle line. That's that's what I'm, I'm looking for, continuity, some continuity where, you know, I don't get overexcited, I don't get underexcited, I just be, get real, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, and, 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 you know, no, it makes sense, but it, it takes time to do that. He says, yeah. you know, you, when you're, you've been working very hard on yourself, but he also yeah. says you are very hard on yourself. Yeah, that's true. So, and he says, you know, you, you go to worry, and he says, like, this is an opportunity for you to really get into the space of choosing your thoughts and choosing to give yourself something, to give yourself a sense of peace where you're at and trust the process that you're in. And that process 
of what you feel right now. So he goes, yeah, it doesn't feel like way up high and you might be feeling low, but he goes, there's importance to being able to walk through that instead of resisting it. Walk through it because he says it's not going to stay. You're working on balancing yourself out. Sometimes, for me, when I get like that, doing something of service really brings my energetic vibration up. Well, that's what I I wanted to do. I I wanted to do that. Uh, but yeah. the thing is, I'm not vaccinated, and I go to oh, yeah. sign up for volunteer work, and they they yeah. want vaccinated people. I wanted to do that. Now, what I am doing is I'm I'm I I am doing free energy healings on people because I mm-hmm. need the practice, and so that's kind of Good. volunteer work. But but I've been wanting to do like go. I used to do some work volunteer work at a soup kitchen and I wanted to do that again but they all they all asked for this vaccination well, thing and so well, what about, I won't what get about, into that issue but that's what about adopting a special yeah. needs pet or something like that I mean that, that, anyway there are all sorts of opportunities yeah I know all right. that's true yeah alright well all right. Brent hang, you hang in there Brent okay hang in I will yeah alright all right, eight zero five. Sometimes we're in a quiet period. It makes us feel lonely, but it's not necessarily yeah. true lonely. All right, eight yeah. zero five. Eric, how are you doing? Hi, this is Hi. Donna. I'm in California. How are you? First time talking Hi, to Donna. you. <laughs> Hi. So I wanted to know if you could ask Eric if I'm ever going to get married. I've never been married, and I'm I'm older now, but I sure would like the companionship and the special bond with someone and I wanted to know if Eric can see well Eric says yes um so are you did you have a change are you about to have a change in your um place of living or job or is there some kind of change in your life right now well the fellow I look after a blind man like four days a week three hours a day and uh he's on his way out He's on his way out. Okay. Very. Okay. Because, so because I don't know. what Eric says, Eric says um, that you're going to have a change. So there's going to be a change of where you're like physically, where you're going to be physically. Okay. Um, and he says, and this is leading you to your road of happiness. And he says that um, this is also somebody that has something very similar in service like you, because you're very service oriented, like for other people. Um, that's the type of vibration and heart you have. So he says that, yes, you're going to meet somebody. Um, he also says, uh, okay, he says that um, you have a standard. You have a standard. Right. Um, like there's like a type of person that you want or an idea mm. of, of what you want. And he says, mm. be open, be open, because this mm. person may not seem like your ultimate. But he says, be open. He says, like, more behind the door. Okay, oh, that's good. She, yeah. Well, how will Donna meet this special someone? Will it be online, like uh-huh. silversingles.com or uh, just it, it, feels, it feels through somebody. It has something to do with the change that she's going to be making. And it feels through okay. somebody, and it has something to do with her line of work. Awesome. Hmm. Uh, does he see me moving with uh, my sister? 
my sister lives about cool? an hour and a half here. My sister said I could come there and live with her, but see, I'm in a kind of in a predicament because my neighbor is 87 and he has nobody. So I do his food mm-hmm. shopping, his laundry. I cook for him occasionally. You know, I just volunteer. And uh, so I think he would, it would be hard for him without me. Or, but, you know, I have to think of myself, too, though. But um, or do you see me? Is it a good idea to move sisters' resources? Meals on wheels, well, I do, social services? I, yeah, I, I do see that. And what Eric is saying is that, um, you know, there's things that happen that are beyond our control or beyond our line of sight that we can't see quite yet that will help align the circumstances because um, he's saying that, yes, you are going to move. You are going to physically move. Yeah. Oh, okay. Could you ask him if he sees me moving to my sister's or maybe with the man that is going to come into my life when I move with him or or would it be Uh, my sister's? uh, He is saying female. Um, What's your sister's first name? Deborah. Not moving in with a male right away. He's like you're gonna no, meet okay. before you move in. Like you're gonna, you're not, you're not gonna, you're gonna move first and meet through that move, like through whatever you're doing, and it has to do with your work. Oh. Whatever you, right. whatever you do for work. Promise, Donna. Invite us to the wedding, yep. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so guys, I think we'll end off here. I don't want to run into the next show. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. My love. Thank you, Michelle Gray at thehealingh-art.com, which will be in the description box. You guys, be sure to share this YouTube, audio YouTube, and subscribe and hit the notification bell. We love you. And I love you, Eric. I love you, Michelle. I love you, everyone. Love you. Eric says, love you, Mama. I love everybody. Love you, too, Lisa. Have a great night, everyone. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.